0: Are costs up, conversions down, and your best audience is gone? Well, we're here for you. Perpetual Traffic has teamed up with our sponsor Digital Marketer to put together the ultimate post-privacy ads playbook to get your business back on track. This is the industry's most comprehensive paid traffic and training certification to date. It's called Paid Traffic Mastery, and you can check it out at digitalmarketer.com traffic. Paid Traffic Mastery walks you through step-by-step what the top traffic experts in the world have done to combat iOS updates, cripple campaigns, and surging ad costs. Visit digitalmarketer.com slash traffic to get 80% off for a very limited time and use promo code TRAFFIC to get an additional 15% off as a thank you for being a listener of this show.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. Today's episode is a continuation of last week's What's Working Now episode with Cossum and John Moran. And on that episode, they talked about the big announcement that Google made and why it matters so much for people who are running paid traffic. If you haven't heard that episode, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to it so you can hear all the details about the announcement. And on today's episode, John and Cossum are gonna actually talk about how you can start applying it to your business and some tactics and strategies that you can start implementing immediately to improve your Google ad campaigns. So get your notebooks ready. This is another great What's Working Now episode that we're going to get into right after this.
0: You're listening to Perpetual Traffic.
2: All right, y'all, here's something to look forward to. Adworld is back May 2nd and 3rd, and the speaker lineup is epic. Ralph and I are going to be there, of course, but you get to hear from us all the time. Really, you want to take a look at some of the marketing legends that are on the website. Seth Godin, Ariana Huffington, Tatiana Holyfield, Scott Galloway, Tom Bill Yu. It's insane. It's a veritable who's who of everything online marketing. So if you're thinking about getting a ticket, now's the time. And because I love you, I have a $700 discount that's not going to last long. Head over to adworldconference.com forward slash traffic. That's adworldconference.com forward slash traffic. Boom! That's a 700 discount on your ticket to Adworld. You know what I love about this is um, it gives life to the agency. We own a Google Ads agency, so of course, you know, <laughs> I'm being self-interested here. But it gives life to an agency in a way that really is, is providing value. You used to hire a Google Ads agency because Google was technically difficult to deploy and to manage. Now, A, you can do this yourself. So if you're listening to this podcast, you don't need an agency, but you have to monitor this. And there's a lot of work to do. You're looking at the insights, you're identifying audiences, identifying opportunities, creating new asset groups accordingly. And the work that agencies will do if you choose to hire an agency is actually high level. So it brings integrity to Google Ads management in a way that we didn't necessarily have in the past. Um, And I know that's something of a soapbox, but Uh, I think that's an important thing to bring up. If somebody's going to do this themselves, it's absolutely accessible because the work now, the barrier isn't technical. The barrier is strategic. And most business owners are going to be at least as good as a Google ads agency at at identifying the strategy. The question just becomes, do you want to do this or do you not? And if you don't, then maybe it makes more sense to outsource.
1: I think it's still, and this isn't, it seems self-serving. It's not, Uh, but you know, Google ads guy here talking. Um, you're still going to need to have a technical background because you need to set up you know Google Merchant Center. You need to set conversion up, actions. Google feed. Yeah, but, I mean
2: that's more or less like set. Set it up one time, right?
1: So, you know that you know hire a hire a really amazing person up above work to set this whole thing up for you, and then yeah, you could really manage this stuff well now. Um,
2: but you have to. That's the thing. Is it's not this is not set it and forget it. It no. can't be.
1: No, you imagine it well if, again. Yeah, you manage it well if you're like okay, here's my search. Intent search themes, you know, and the way that you attract them is people who have this affinity, this in market, the, what they're searching on Google versus what the purchase intentions are, uploading your own customer list data. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you well, can do. So
2: now pause there for just a minute, John, because that was one of the things that you identified that I thought was absolutely freaking brilliant. Mm-hmm. We uploaded customer lists from our clients, mm-hmm. and the time to life for Performance Max was insane. Yeah.
1: The uh, every time I've run this, we actually launched one four, no, two days ago. I had a smart shopping campaign, actually, that was running for about 25 days, made two sales because it's slow and learns. I launched Performance Max two days ago and has made a first sale already. And it's kind of annoying. Oh, well, it works. Um, <laughs> the other part that I think was actually pretty cool is this is a little, a little hidden gem here and it's public now. So I can mention this Performance Max has a similar feature than what we were using in smart shopping called new customer acquisition. Instead of smart shopping, you used to be able to pay a little bit more and try to go after a little bit more a user if they're a new customer. And you do yeah, that by- take
2: a lot about the data.
1: Yeah, you did. It was unbelievable. Exactly. You had to tell Google, hey, a new customer is actually worth like 10 times more. And they're like, okay, prove it. And you actually had to like fluff the number 10x. And that's like, all right, I believe you now. And I'm just going to use. But then in your reporting, data. it
2: modified your reporting and it <laughs> showed a higher row as than was real because you went and inflated this number. Yeah.
1: You're like, I'm going to add $20 to every new sale. And then all of a sudden it's like, great. Now your row is 700. It's like, oh, this doesn't make sense. Um, right. But with Performance Max, you now have the capability of uploading your customer list and telling Google, I want this campaign to be a new customer. Only campaign, which means smart or the, the performance max campaign is now only going to target a user if they're not found in the customer list that you just uploaded. So now we're thinking, okay, this is this is really, really interesting because a lot of people have repeat return traffic that smart that says smart shopping was default going after them more and more and more because they were low CPU. Yeah, to so the tune of 80%. Yeah. The majority of your smart shopping campaign Yeah, because they're six times cheaper to convert and they spend twice as much. They're they're your existing customer. So what Performance Max does is, okay, so I actually now can toggle a button inside that says, no, 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 go only after new customers. And then I thought to myself, well, this is really interesting. I can tell Google I will pay a certain cost per acquisition for a new customer. So now I have a CAC versus LTV model built in. These are new customers. I'm willing to spend $50 for a new customer because I know I'll spend hundred they'll spend a hundred dollars over the course of life with me. And this campaign is not going to go after them again. But then I thought, wait a minute, what if I cloned this campaign and I turned off the new customer acquisition button? And now I am using a different daily budget with a different cost per acquisition, which means I have mm, it's
2: audience sculpting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna push all my repeat customers in my cheapo campaign.
1: Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. Yeah, so I'm gonna pay I'll pay a hundred dollars for a new customer, but I'll pay more than six bucks for repeat. And now I have, and what's funny is once I pay $100 for that new customer, they funnel into the other campaign. It over and, to this. Exactly. And I won't we'll pay more than six bucks for that person ever
2: again. How good is Google's customer match when you upload that list? If I upload a thousand oh. customers, how many think it
1: matches? Caden, uh, uh, one of our strategists, uh, shared with me the other day, we were laughing because usually it's never above 60 to 70%. We got like a 98% match rate the other day. So no. you know what's really, really, really interesting about this is that customer earn most of their customers through Google. Of course. So they're <laughs> going to be able to match their own users without an issue. Exactly. But
2: so if I'm bringing, let's say, you know, we're a Facebook, uh, based e-commerce business mm-hmm. and we come over from Facebook, what would you guess? I know there's no way Typically, to Typically it's about 40 to 60. Okay. I, I was going to say about mm-hmm. half. Well, what's nice is you just keep that, that list updated.
1: Mm-hmm. So each month you re-upload your customer list. So now that pre- probably automate that. Couldn't you use Zapier? You can, you have to, well, I guess, I guess technically you can, uh, Usually when you upload your list, you're going to be uploading it with a Google Sheet or Excel spreadsheet. You can automate it, but by SFTP. Got it. So we're looking like, all of a sudden, like, whoa, like 1996 technology to keep this thing alive. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't have an FTP client installed on my computer anymore. I don't know what anybody does. I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> now, well, I take the back. If you're a Salesforce user, there's actually direct integration. So Salesforce mm-hmm. users, yes. Uh, you can... You can upload this, I think, through Zapier, yet um, what's interesting is like Google, you have to actually share the document that you're going to upload with Google. So it's like, hey, before you upload this, Google, make sure that you hop into the share settings of like this Google Sheet and then share it with this user, which is like ABCD, Um. Google.com. So yeah, it's a little bit difficult, but you know, this is why agencies exist. They can do this for you.
2: Yeah. The Performance Max transition, Performance mm-hmm. Max is going to take over Smart Shopping and Local Campaigns win July. So June, uh, J- June 30th is the last day that smart shopping will exist. So if you're running smart shopping or a local campaign, Google's just going to transition it over to performance max.
1: Well, there's actually two different dates. Let me, let me grab my, or my sheet here. So I'll give you the exact dates for everyone out there in, in podcast Internet. land. Yeah. Uh, July 1st, all smart shopping campaigns will be upgraded automatically. To performance Max, which is a nice way of so saying
2: because they're not going to have the assets, they're not going to have the assets to create an asset group. So what are they going to do? That's okay.
1: You actually don't need to. Here's what's interesting: is smart shopping turns into Performance Max, but if you don't add five headlines, five blog headlines, five descriptions, fifteen images, and five videos, you have performance or you
2: have smart shopping still called Performance Max. It's still that's the same so thing stupid. under your name. Yep. And then, well, and one thing that we should, I think, make apparent is Google said in their documentation that if you don't upload those five videos, they will create them for
1: you. Yeah. They will automatically they
2: will add them, them for now, dude. That's that's one of those things. I know we're sitting here singing Google's praises. That pisses me off. Have, I hate when they have automated ad creation. I hate it. Have you seen what it is? It's the weird, it's like a PowerPoint with music behind <laughs> it, right? Like,
1: yeah. It is exactly like that. Like everyone's going to, it's going to, it's exactly, oh man, you, you, you told so much jokes. I was going to say it's like a PowerPoint. <laughs> and now I don't know what to do. i will fluttery over here. So, yeah, like you know, when you click the button at PowerPoint, and it slides in from the left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the, like the text drops down all squiggly from the top. Like that's what it looks like. So, and what's funny is it takes your feed information. So it's like it pulls in your image and then it pulls in your description then it pulls in your headline and then it pulls in your price. Now you have a shopping app that's just been like pieced together one by one
2: that's so stupid so if you're (laughs) if you're going to run a performance max campaign please for the love of god don't let google anything you do will be better than the crap google pulls together go take out your smartphone and record yourself actually shooting a video and i promise you it's going to convert better than google's
1: if you shot a video on your smartphone and it was simply just you saying i just shot this video because i didn't want google to make it it'd probably do better (laughs) Mm, that's so funny
2: i love the name of this too like they're not being subtle but dude, this is the future Google Ads. Like this replaces everything but Exact Max search, right? I, I think they still name up a hairdryer. Like there's right. three
1: settings, like low, medium, high, and like performance max. <laughs> <laughs> but, I just figured they just like pulled in random names from a hat. And we're calling it. this performance max. Yay! <laughs> yeah, That's it's annoying. a horrible name, but I love it. Um it
2: well, does... dude, it's changing Google. It's 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 an entire paradigm shift.
1: Oh, it, there's so much to do. Typically, it's like, you know, when we're, we had to get super, super, super good at smart shopping. So it was like, okay, never start without T ROAS. Don't start, uh, don't enable a T ROAS until day 90. Always start with maximized conversion value. Never scale above 10% the first 45 days. Um, you know, make sure that your feed is optimized this way. Don't actually start with, uh, you know, segmented out campaigns. Okay, now you can. Okay, actually, now you can't anymore. Like, <laughs> and that was like three different things. Now with performance max. This thing is going to, is such a beast. This thing is going to evolve into so much more that we're just scratching the surface of what's capable. I'm
2: super excited. Talk to me a little bit about splitting up performance max campaigns. Yeah. Because, you know, Google's recommendation so far has been one performance max campaign, tons of ad groups. When would you run two performance max campaigns? I know you said the remarketing, Mm -hmm. the new customer acquisition versus none. What are some other use cases? So it's interesting. There's actually not and
1: this is what i said before there's going to be less and less and less golden rules which i really like because it just means that now you have I to like actually, that too. You have to work harder be creative and actually you know do the do the work to get to get better at this so i like that but one reason there's a few one reason the main reason i say i say why you would want to have different performance max campaigns is if you needed to control the spend or the sale of something so and when I say spend, I mean like the spend and the result, I guess I would say. So for example, if I had 10 SKUs and I have nine SKUs that do fairly good, that one SKU that absolutely crushes it, I will start a new performance facts campaign for that just one SKU so that any assets or any asset groups that I create or any audiences that I try to attract, I can set a specific daily amount to just that one SKU with that one set of ads What how many, many times I replicate it but i know what that, are the risks in doing that like what are you what are the trade offs what do you lose so google's genius in this whole thing is being able to adapt to market so for example we have one client that has about 1000 skus like 986 to be exact so they have about 1000 skus and if you look at january february march april may and then you look the next year at january february march april may there's no overlapping performance. It's like SKU number 267 did fantastic, then 19 and then 941. So it adapts to seasonality, to trends, to search intent. So by forcing ad spend on a product doesn't mean it's going to do better. It just means it has more available to
2: work with. If so you might do this if, if from an inventory management perspective, you're like, Hey, I know I'm always going to have, you know, whatever SKU number one in, in inventory. I have no fulfillment supply chain issues, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I'm going to prioritize this product, not because it performs better, but because it's, it's always going to be available and accessible.
1: Right. Now the bad part about this though, is, is almost like the sleight of hand going on here. Because you're focusing and you're monitoring and you're adapting that with product, you may miss the fact there is a Clive X increase in another search term for another one of your products in another SKU in the, in the other campaign that would have rocketed this thing to the moon, but you've restricted your budget because you wanted to spend it on what you thought was gonna work the best. So what's interesting is I try to separate out campaigns by SKUs and I'm equally right and wrong. And that's what, and I'm not adapting to change. So that's where the risk comes in. You actually would have better performance if you took one performance max campaign and continually added ad spend more and more and more and more and more until you saw overall, nothing was working anymore. Like performance just, you've reached a point of diminishing returns. And that's because if you can spend really well on that one product that you think, hey, it's always gonna be in, in stock and it's always gonna be in demand. So why not just keep overall increasing your ad spend on that one campaign? That one's still gonna sell well, right? And now you have leftover budget for everything else. So you can still increase, 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 increase. Now, if you said, Hey, but I don't want to actually have any more than $5 a day going to or shorts because it's January. <laughs> I don't want, I want to watch some traffic and I want to keep these active and I want to see if there starts to be some spike, but don't spend more than five bucks on it. Yeah. I have really cool imagery and really cool videos and really cool shorts. I just don't want to spend any money on it. Um, You could pause it, but that actually has a really odd effect to Google. So I'd stick that into its own campaign, run on $5 a day, watching the traffic. So then all of a sudden, hey, heat wave in Southern California in February and it's, you know, 74 degrees, starting to get some traffic for it. Stick that back into its own campaign. Or stick that back into the main campaign. So you can almost isolate it. You can't push it. Just make sure that you don't focus on what you think is supposed to happen when there's other products that
2: you would, would have never known that could perform better. In the campaign split up, one other idea, just kind of curious how you feel about this. What if you wanted to prioritize a specific audience? Like in the eyes mm-hmm. of Google, from a data-driven perspective, you know, the Roiser ROI is static, but you know when I get purchases from this audience, the ascension is better or, you know, the lifetime value of the customer is better, et cetera. Would you split off a separate campaign and then prioritize specific audiences? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and
1: that's that's something too, is like whatever you control. I, you know, what's funny is I, I went towards the negative, like here's what could go bad. There's a whole lot of good um, specific audiences, product variables that have better LTV than others um anytime that you want to push something and that's that's what happens a lot of times with our clients who come to say hey how do I sell more x and I'm like well smart shopping doesn't like it this week so no <laughs> that's kind of where I was at but now it's like yeah we naturally you know we'll need more assets now Can I have you know 10 additional pictures five additional images but yeah you can absolutely isolate and push what you know works so yeah you can there's there's really one reason why you would want to do that is isolate and and either increase or remain static on a specific audience, specific product, specific you know whatever it may be. That's something that you're you, know, you want to know the risks. You know you you might you might miss out on something else, but you got what you wanted. So yeah, I think that it's the other part too is you know, if you need to learn more about that product. So if I had an insights tab, because I have an insights tab per campaign. My insight tab in that campaign is going to say, hey, all of these search terms and all of these audiences and everything that we can possibly share with you inside, inside this insight tab is only to that one product.
2: Hey, it's Kasim here, and I have a question for you. What if you could legally get the emails of almost every person who visits your website? Now, I know that sounds crazy, but seriously, what if you could safely and respectfully target your website visitors via email? just by dropping a pixel onto your site. It might sound too good to be true, but our new sponsors at getemails.com can do just that. They've created a system that's compliant with US laws and regulations, and every email address they send you is opted in to receive emails. That means you can connect your anonymous website visitors to real people and then safely retarget them through email with real-time, fully compliant interactions. I've personally met the CEO, Adam Robinson, and the guy is absolutely brilliant. And he believes in his product so much that he's willing to do something a little crazy for PT listeners. If you are an e-commerce brand that's doing over a million in annual revenue, and you've gone through their easy 30-minute onboarding process, if you don't 5X your investment within the first six months, they will give you all of your money back. To take advantage of this offer, go to getemails.com forward slash scalable. That's getemails.com
0: forward slash scalable. Hey, PT listeners, when's the last time your business published on its blog? If the answer is that's way too long for me to remember, I want you to listen up, because our friends at BKA Content have a news service where they'll deliver fresh blogs to your inbox, and all you have to do is just post them on your site. Now, these articles are all originally written just for your business. They're not generic articles that are just copy and pasted or thrown into some AI software or written by a VA. No, these are professional writers who are going to sit down and write articles just for your business. We've used them in the past and they're absolutely fabulous. Now, if you want an extra reason to go try them yourself, BKA is giving PT listeners half off their first month. Just go to BKAcontent.com forward slash perpetual to get started. That's BKAcontent.com forward slash perpetual. And you've now tripled
1: down on your learning about that one product, but everything cool side. So, yeah there's there's a lot of good that can come about this as well. It's exciting. and it, it's so situational. I, I have not really seen two performance Max campaigns perform equally with the same strategy, but I've always been so custom as an example. We have a person that sells products that are well known. and we have another person that sells only one product that's his own. <laughs> the, those those two campaigns could not look more like um, the one person that's selling other people's products, It's a uh, it's a food company, so I could say, but they're from a very well known brand. They have the approval to use their assets, so I could take a performance max campaign, use all of the images off of that major brand's website, and then all the videos off their YouTube channel, and that's one of my assets. um, That's one of my asset groups to sell those products. So now I'm using the manufacturer's assets to sell the manufacturer's product in my store. That's one campaign type. Now, the person, though, that has one product for themselves, I'm going after heavy audience and heavy competitor audience. If you've been here, if you Google this, if you looked at that, if you've been here, if you've been to my website, if you've heard of my cart, did you buy it from, from me? Have you Googled my brand name? And all people that look like you. There's so many different ways that this is going to manipulate, but it's a lot better than just kind of a
0: one-size-fits-all, workshop campaign Is your business not spending tens of thousands of dollars per month on social ads, but you really want a top tier agency to manage those ads for you? Well, back in early 2020, Tier 11 started offering a service just like that to be able to serve all those businesses out there that maybe aren't spending hundreds of thousands of dollars per month, but still want professional help, quality media buying and campaign management at an affordable price. So for a limited time, we're offering a special offer for our new Cornerstone product over at tier11.com forward slash corner. So we can see how we can help you unlock your online business potential in the coming year. That's tier11.com forward slash corner. Apply today. And we'd love to see how we can scale and grow your business in the coming year.
2: You know what I got the biggest kick out of? Uh, a member of our strategy team is friends with a guy that works at one of the largest ad agencies in the world. And in the company Slack this morning, he goes, "The guys over at XYZ Agency are all watching John's videos on YouTube to learn how to run performance metrics." <laughs> I, I told that to a
1: client today because they know them as well, and he goes, "Make sure you don't give away all the good secrets. Keep those that close to your chest." I'm
2: like, I will. Easily, like, just use for us. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're watching this and you want to know how to learn how to use Performance Max, head over to our YouTube channel. We'll include a link to the show notes. Any last words, John? Like, what's the, I, it's new. So things are going to change, I guess, is one of the things that I want to say. Don't get religious about this. Realize that there's going to be testing. There's going to be iteration. We'll, we'll continue to bring updates to our listeners. But w- what do you want to close with?
1: Don't shortchange this if you try it. And that's the biggest thing I could tell you. say, you know what? I actually don't have any videos, but I like everything I've heard. Don't do it. Do not do it. Or it's like, hey, you know, my images are eh, okay. And I only have one video and it's kind of horrible. Don't do it then. I've only seen success initially when I have 15 images and five videos. I actually know that's not not true. 15 images and four videos. I've never tried with less than four videos with success. I have tried it. It did not. it, It just gave me a horrible quality score. And it just... Didn't work, and so I chalked up to why well, I didn't actually try. So don't don't even count it, but don't shortchange this. Make sure you're investing in your content. It doesn't need to be amazing; it just needs to be there. It needs to be relevant. But if you do give this a try, every which way, shape, and form, and entrepreneurs are amazing at this, and this is why I love this. Every which way, shape, and form you could possibly think that someone will be engaging with your product or service. This is for you because it's also lead gen. And so any which way, shape, and form, we he said, hey, a person that has looked at this one time and has been there that would also do this would be my person. Well, c- congratulations, you could target them on all six networks at once now. So it's exciting.
2: That is exciting. John, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you sharing this with us. Thanks, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having us. And for all my perpetual traffic listeners out there, if you're running Google Ads, Performance Max is the future. So uh, you have to get on board. If you're not running Google Ads and you're interested in it, Uh, this is the time. Like I've never seen anything quite like this from a Google perspective. I'm really excited about it. You don't need an agency. You can do it yourself. So take a stab at it. And more than anything, I'm interested in what you come up with. This is new. We're learning. And so if you find something or figure something else out that you think we need to know about, please let us know. Uh, We're always looking to get better. I want to be the number one marketing podcast on the planet. If you have improvement opportunities for us, go to perpetualtraffic.com forward slash better. Until then... Uh, Please stay tuned. We have two episodes coming to you every single week. Appreciate y'all listening. John, thanks again for being here, buddy.
0: You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic.